0: This episode of The Clueless Podcast Entrepreneur is sponsored by the Podcasting Power Hour. Podcasting Power Hour is a very awesome Twitter space for yourself and myself, who are clueless podcast entrepreneurs who need to learn more about the podcasting industry from PR to networking, everything that you want to know about how to become a better podcaster, you can find on those Twitter spaces. They are hosted every Mondays from 9 PM, And if you miss them, don't worry because they do have a podcast whereby they replay those sessions. So if you do miss them, you can check them out. But I would suggest that you try and make them so that you can get to ask questions to the guests who are experts in the podcasting industry and you won't regret it. The link to the Podcasting Power Hour podcast will be down in the show notes below. So do check it out and make sure that you put a reminder right now on your calendar or something like that so that you don't miss those Twitter spaces. I know that I missed one last week and I'm very bummed by that, but I will make sure that I don't miss any more of those sessions. All right. Speaking of Twitter spaces, I'd really like to learn more about how I can actually, you know, start a Twitter space you guys know that I am a huge fan of Twitter and I'm really trying to learn how to use it to actually grow my show or my influence. And I believe that Twitter spaces are a good opportunity for me to do so. I mean, the whole life aspect of it, the engagement between yourself and your listeners, is just something which is really great, which I think makes it so, so powerful. The only problem is that I don't know where to start. I'm completely clueless.
1: I think I can help
0: you with that. Alright, Obel. If you can help me, can you please tell me who do you have for me today? Well, the person I have for you is someone who can help you with your troubles. Her name is Pixie. She is the hostess of Next on Stage 1 and Project Podcast. She's been running her Twitter space Project Podcast with Pixie for a while now and it has been grown in popularity within the indie podcast community. So, she will tell you about how she did all of that and how you can do it too. Oh yes, Pixie. I've actually heard of her and I've been part of her spaces before. Alright, I've got no problem with that. Bill. Don't waste any more time. Just take me to Riverside. Clueless Entrepreneurs. Welcome Welcome to The the Clueless Entrepreneur entrepreneur. brought to you by by the M'sane Podcast Network. Network. My name is Osh M'sane and I am a clueless entrepreneur. I'm trying to build a podcast business but have no idea what to do or where to start. If you can relate to this, then you're listening to the right podcast because this podcast is about helping you and I, as clueless entrepreneurs, to be better entrepreneurs who have successful podcast businesses. So, my question is to you Are you ready to be less clueless? Before we start, can you just please tell us one thing uh, perhaps that you are clueless about and you are curious a bit to learn? or know about or you are trying to explore already
1: so one thing i'm curious and clueless about is actually making money with my podcast and i have i have two successful podcasts my main one i don't make any money off of it even though it has 18k downloads so for me it's a successful podcast but i have no idea and i'm tiptoeing towards monetization of the podcast?
0: I think you not only speaking for yourself, but myself as well, because I'm a bit clueless about that. I mean, this that's part of why this show exists um, for other clueless podcast entrepreneurs like myself um, in terms of learning actually how to manage or run a podcast business and actually make some money off of it so thank you very much for sharing that with us and we really hope that you do become less clueless and you start making some money i mean 18k downloads is just insane and perhaps looking at something else of yours which is very successful um that is twitter spaces um as i said earlier on that you have or you are on Twitter Spaces, and I've seen a lot of your Twitter Spaces. And so, first of all, I'd just like to ask you, how did you get into that? Um, How did you find yourself in the game?
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this is a bit of origin story. Um, Twitter is an ever-evolving animal, and I started on Twitter not not more than two years ago with Mm -hmm. 100 followers. And I had no idea what I was doing. I was tweeting the wrong things. I didn't have a community. I didn't have a network of podcasters that were willing to support me in what I was doing. And this thing came across, which is social audio, almost exactly like podcast, except for they're not really recorded. And it was called Twitter Spaces. And there was a small group of 500 people who started Twitter spaces where they could host they could talk to each other they were it was like AOL chat rooms from the beginning it was the wild wild west i started in twitter spaces with 600 followers because back then that's the number you needed to be a space host or or you know you had to have so many followers for twitter to give it to you to say okay now you can, you can be a host on it. Anybody could chat in Twitter spaces, but you had to have 600 followers. So I quickly tried to get to 600 followers so I could be part of this Wild West community where everybody was having fun. I wanted a slice of that pie. Once I started in spaces, I had no clue, just like podcasting, how to get started. I didn't know anybody. I knew that my content was spicy, so I had to kind of navigate getting kicked out of rooms, learning how to speak in public, getting over my imposter syndrome. Like, I had to figure out where I wanted to be and what I wanted to learn from spaces. Now, spaces are, they're they're just fantastic. Anybody now can host a space. You mm. can host a space for hours. You can use them for marketing. You can use them for collaboration. You can use them for a podcast. You can use them to connect with businesses and people around the world. So the, the, so everything was, the possibilities mm. were endless. And I needed to be part of that because as a podcaster, I'm not just local, I'm global, just like you.
0: Wow, that is so awesome. Thank you very much for sharing <laughs> that origin story with us. Um, I really just want to know, what have, you know, podcast spaces done for you um, and your podcast business before we just look at the other technicalities of podcast spaces, I mean, Twitter spaces?
1: Twitter Spaces what Twitter Spaces did for my podcast was allowed me to use my medium that I love to do. I love to talk. I'm not a very good tweeter. I can't write these amazing threads. I'm I have I have a learning disability. Things are are dyslexic, you know. I I'm not very good at that, but once I get in front of the microphone, I can articulate and explain what i'm trying to do i can explain my passions and then i can connect with other people of similar interest. and i think that really helped me jump into business spaces nfts i could connect with all kinds of people and once i did that i noticed that there was a lacking for podcasters there would be once in a while a business professional podcasting space but it only lasted about 30 minutes maybe an hour and it was ran by people who made money who already knew what they were doing in podcasting and I felt like I felt left out I felt like that there was no place for me to ask the questions I'm clueless I'm really clueless about these things that I need to know about podcasting because in the beginning stages i was still a beginning podcaster so i started asking around i started learning from really good twitter space hosts i learned what not to do i learned how to manage a room i learned how to navigate time because people were willing to teach me Mm -hmm. how to not be clueless how to host these things and there was no wrong or right way to host a space as long as you were willing to learn and develop your craft, just like podcasting, just like starting a business, just like everything that you're trying to teach your followers. That's what I was wanting to do. I wanted to build something that made sense for me and made sense for the people around me and host a space. And that's what it is. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. like inviting your friends to your, your living room to have a chat just like a podcast except for it's more live and interactive I just I absolutely loved it
0: well I mean it does really sound so great I mean you're convincing me actually to
1: oh it has its disadvantages
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay I think we would like to get to that as well um but I think you know I, I didn't even look at it that way as somebody who does not even know what to tweet at most times i think i would appreciate having that platform whereby i could speak um and speak live as well which is something which is, i think is pretty pretty cool and getting that opportunity to actually interact with different kinds of people your audience even i think it it's it's one of the coolest things which do exist and perhaps You know, what would you say, why should podcast specifically be on Twitter Spaces? Um, And yeah, before we get into some of the disadvantages.
1: It's a great question. Why should anybody utilize any tool, Hmm. right? To learn, to grow, to to develop. Um, Twitter Spaces is just another tool to get your word out, to connect with the people and especially podcasters, we're audio people. We're not tweets. We we use our voice in such a different way that the spoken word has been around for ages. That's how people transferred stories. That's what we're doing on Twitter spaces is that we're connecting with each other and telling people the ups and downs. We're not just, you know, it, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. But to have a space on Twitter that is not toxic, that is not, you know, that you can actually ask a question and not be clueless because somebody's going to answer that. I think that's where my need, I was answering my own need for community. Most people, not most, a lot of people, 50%, maybe more, Are a podcaster of one, when you're editing everything, when you're marketing everything, when you're trying to learn how to tweet, you have probably a very small support system. And I wanted something better for people to be able to jump in regardless of how professional you are, or if you just started your podcast, or maybe you're even thinking about starting your Mm -hmm. podcast. That was my hope for the Twitter spaces.
0: Wow. I think it's really, you know, something which is interesting that you are at a space or position whereby you're not necessarily like clueless or you you don't feel bad.
1: I was clueless. (laughs) (laughs) This is is almost um, a year in the making Mm. for Twitter spaces. So I didn't start out knowing knowing exactly what I was doing. I started out just like you, asking questions, being clueless, messing up, and getting better.
0: Mm. Wow, you can from the from a distance see that there are some similarities between podcasting and actually Twitter Spaces, but I'm sure there are differences uh, as well, which mm-hmm. make it really different as well. Uh, and perhaps maybe can you please share with us. What are some of the similarities or, and differences between, you know, podcasting and Twitter spaces?
1: Some of the similarities are is that you have to have a format, that you have to get your your ducks in a row. You have to have a starting point, You have to have an end point. You have to have sort of a theme. Um, really good spaces have a direction to them. Really good podcasting has a direction to it. If you can have somebody uh, in spaces instead of a podcaster, uh, they're they're more like a moderator. I don't necessarily run the whole show. I let, uh, I don't even think I let is the word. I facilitate people asking each other questions. And so it becomes more of an, open discourse of people talking about one subject like today's subject we're talking about twitter spaces if i started talking about bass fishing that would probably mess up your listeners right yeah. so in in twitter spaces you kind of want just like a podcast you want it to go in a certain direction you want to give it structure you want to give it its time and you want to be able to make sure that people can follow along what you're trying to teach them so they don't become clueless at the end mm-hmm. of the show mm-hmm. right
0: mm-hmm. wow that's that's so true and what what are some of the things that make it different from podcasting
1: the things that make it different is you have to be on twitter to really experience the live here on podcasting you can be on Spotify, Deezer, Apple, iHeartRadio. You can be anywhere and listen to it. But with Twitter Spaces, you have to be on Twitter and you have to kind of either know the person that's hosting, know somebody who's in the room, or be able to find that link. So it's very, it's distribution is very infant. It's not, it's not where it needs to be. Not everybody can access Twitter Spaces. Even though they say you can, um, and not everybody knows how to use them, mm. so that's kind of that's kind of hard. A lot of people know what podcasts are, but they don't know what Twitter's Twitter Spaces are.
0: Mm. Wow, and I, I really am so curious to know that. So, your Twitter Spaces, when when you cr- are creating a Twitter Space, are you creating it for your Twitter followers? Or are you creating it for your podcast listeners as well so that they can have a space whereby they can ask you questions or things like that? And, yeah, maybe can you please just share that with me?
1: That's a a great question. Who am I creating content for? When I do Twitter spaces, I'm actually selfish. I'm creating them for myself because, like you, I'm clueless Mm -hmm. on things. And in podcasting, I want to know more. I want to gather the best people I can because that's how I'm going to gain knowledge. I'm going to gain knowledge from people who've already been there, who've already tested things, turned things out, started um, the process that I can learn from. So with Twitter spaces, my target audience are the people in those spaces, Those are the people that are my target audience. Those are also the same people that are probably going to go listen to my podcast. Mm -hmm. They're new podcasters. They're podcasters on that have maybe just started their podcast. Maybe they've got to 21 episodes. Maybe they've been in the, in the podcast three, five years in the, in the game. I have a friend who comes in. He has 25 years in radio Mm. and He's my friend, so he comes because of me, and i I love it when he comes in because he shares his knowledge with me because we're building more of a network of podcasters so it in so it's both it's the people that are going to listen to it later on because they missed out, and they're people that i've I've became friends with on Twitter so it's it's this crazy organism that's just ever evolving Mm.
0: well i I really like that i I mean i also have another follow-up question i guess so do you lead your your people you know people who do listen to your podcast to your twitter spaces or do you lead the people who are in both both (laughs) okay okay no i think that
1: both you you yeah you've got it you've you've got to not only the space backs up the podcast and the podcast backs up the space. Mm -hmm. Just like if you were doing any kind of marketing, everything should be connected and connect really well. So if I said I was on Twitter, hopefully people who listen to me on the podcast would come over and visit me on Twitter. When you're marketing and you're building a podcast You almost have to think about the different kind of people that you're going to try and bring. It's about that one avatar, the one person you're trying to get to. So you're going to service them and then you're going to service every individual that comes to listen to your podcast. Now, you're not going to have a space or a podcast that's for everybody. So my spaces aren't really for the professional professional. Mm -hmm. They're more geared towards people who are independent. They run their own show. They have a limited marketing budget or none at all. And they're working with the equipment that they already have on hand. And for me, that's where I want to be. I want to connect with those people because that's where i was mm. i i'm not i'm not so far ahead of you as that i'm just trying to be better for myself and then teach along the way so a lot of the times um not only am i hosting twitter spaces for podcasters but i'm hosting twitter spaces for other people to learn how to navigate twitter spaces
0: mm. you know something that which was important that you said is that the podcast backs up the space and the space also backs up the podcast, which is, I think, something which is very important. And I do really see the need for having to the space perhaps so that you can actually use it to, to actually grow your show or have a place whereby your audience gets to engage with you. And you can also maybe repurpose that content for your, I mean, podcast so that people... Can maybe want to come on the show as I mean to, on the Twitter Spaces as well, you know, and just that cycle. Um, yeah, I don't know if you, you understand, but that uh, that's what it, I'm thinking right now. It's
1: wild, yeah. Isn't it? it really, yeah. really
0: is wild.
1: Yeah, there, there's just so much. There's so much you can do with it. Um, I've known people to build up their Twitter Spaces and get paid. Wow, people there was the Spark program where they were paying um content creators $250 or $2,500 every month to host two two Twitter spaces every week. I wasn't part of the program, but it it tells me that if you were to say get a sponsor like um like let's see Burger yeah. King. Let's say Burger King found your podcast or what you were doing in space is so valuable. They threw money at you. They said, okay, I want you to host a space where you talk about our product for an hour. There is The sky is the limit. You could do um, Twitter spaces. You could do blogs. You could do all of this stuff if somebody found you interesting on Twitter as an influencer. So your spaces could lead you to connections and money and and different things that as you build them you, you will grow you, you just it i grew um today myself it doesn't sound like much but i got 30 followers just today just by being in twitter spaces
0: wow wow that's <laughs> i don't know what i would do <laughs> if i got those many followers in a day <laughs> that that's pretty that's pretty hectic and do you perhaps use it to 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 grow your influence um or authority in the yes. spaces <laughs> Oh, okay that's yes. that's quite <laughs> interesting and you use it as well to to grow like your followers on Twitter so that you can maybe end up leading them to the The partner. hard
1: part about it now now there is a downside there is a All downside right. to spaces is that those people in spaces don't listen to my podcast.
0: Oh, wow. That is wow. the downside.
1: I have 18K followers on my Twitter and not all 18K followers listen to my podcast. Because if they did, I I would have an even more, I'd have a bigger podcast, wouldn't Maybe I? Would. So not all interactions on all platforms are are valued the same. Some of them, they're bots. Some of them are um, checkmark accounts that they're just trying to get their followers up. Some of them are people that I've made genuine connections with, but they don't want my main podcast. They don't want that information. Mm -hmm. They want the the learning information. So some of the stuff that I provide for people, not all of the followers are going to benefit from. So I'm I'm being multifaceted. I'm I'm teaching as I'm growing, as I'm learning, but I'm also trying to stay true to my core audience. And my core audience is different than my Twitter Space audience. Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of a lot of that folds over for each other. But I'm I'm building something that I, I don't quite understand yet. So I'm still kind of clueless.
0: <laughs> Uh, but I think you are doing so well because you still are learning. I mean, which is, uh, I think, uh, quite an awesome thing. Um, and I, I really love that. I just wanted to know perhaps what are some of the other downsides of Twitter spaces?
1: Okay, so some of the downsides of Twitter spaces. When I was first getting into Twitter spaces and learning this this crazy thing. Um, I was very naive to the amount of trolling that would take place. Mm. Um, You would think that people were civilized and on the up and up, but you'll find a lot of people in live scenarios on Twitter space. They will say the most ridiculous things, be very toxic, very mean And you almost have to guard yourself from that kind of negativity. You have to be strong enough to say, no, you're not going to do that in my space. You can either kick them out or you can just remove them from microphone. Um, I did encounter um, about 60 soccer hooligans in a space. Do you know what a soccer hooligan is? Okay. Okay. They're... um, their British football team, like they're not on the British football team they're supporters of football so oh, soccer play yeah. they they love yeah. soccer and they and they basically it's a giant pack of guys that all they want to do is come in and disrupt everything they want to post inappropriate stuff in the nest oh, they want they want to have the microphone they want to say things that aren't are on topic and they want just to derail everything. It is your basic classic Twitter troll but in audio form. And I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't know what to do. I I kind of it happened twice. So I wasn't I wasn't prepared and I didn't have the skills and I didn't know what else to do. So some of the times you have to just close out the room. Mm. Sometimes you have to mute everybody, kick everybody out, block and ban people. And you have to know when and where to do that. Not all of those guys were bad. It just it derailed the situation and I didn't know how to handle it. And that can happen in Twitter spaces. Here on podcast, we're completely in control. Mm. If we don't like the way that the discussion is going, we can ask different questions we can move on to the next topic
0: wow i mean that is something i've i haven't really thought about but it definitely sounds scary as well um because as podcasters we do like to have control and giving so much control up in a way is something which is pretty scary and i guess something you have to accept when you are you know creating a Twitter space. And perhaps I just wanted to to know from you, what should you consider um, when you are creating a Twitter space before you start creating a Twitter space? What are some of the things to think about?
1: If if you're creating a Twitter space for the first time, um, I suggest listening to other spaces. Go in, listen to multiple spaces see how they're run. There are spaces where there's only one speaker and that'll be the host. Sometimes it's a conversation between two or three people. Sometimes it's a panel discussion. Sometimes it's an open format that anybody could come up, ask a question and then be popped down. Sometimes it's, it'll be an influencer or a movie star and, All they're doing is promoting. You can have spaces where it's just a gathering of friends or you're really trying to answer questions. So when you start listening to spaces, you'll quickly see what kind of spaces you like to do. If you like information, then those are the kind of spaces you're going to hang out in. And you'll, you'll get to find other hosts that will be willing to follow you and Share their information. So when you're starting a Twitter space, know what kind of format you like. Know what you're going to talk about. Know what kind of time frame you're willing to give random strangers on the internet to be able to talk to you. That's that's the bare bones of having Twitter spaces. And then if you're not having fun, well, change the discussion. Mm-hmm. Change the topic of the t- of the space you um, right now, anybody can host a space. Anybody can join a space as long as you're on Twitter. It doesn't matter what country, what region you come from. It doesn't matter even if you, even if you speak multiple languages, there's going to be a space for you. And if there's not, create one for yourself and for the people that follow you.
0: Mm. Wow. I love that. And, you know, being able to create a space for the people who do follow you with the topic that you are interested in and something that will be fun for you and your audience as well. I think that is something which is really, really great. And the fact that you said that we have to listen first before we become part of this community or whatever it is, I think it's it's so important because you need to actually like learn from the other people who have done it or who are doing it so that you can know exactly how you can manage your own space or something like that. And I mean, speaking to that, in terms of looking at other people, how important is it to perhaps try and if let's say you you, you aren't someone who wants to start a space necessarily, How can you then get on other spaces and be part of the conversation as somebody who is an expert, perhaps, and can lead people back to your profile or podcast or something like that?
1: So what I suggest, if you want to be a speaker in spaces, set up your profile. Set up your profile. Tell people who you are. If you're a podcaster, write podcaster. In your in your bio, add a clear picture. Let people know that you're not just an anonymous account. Pin your podcast up on your page. Make sure that when they come to your page, they can see exactly who you are. If you are a specialist in anything, put it in the bio. Let people know that you have something to say. Because once you start listening to spaces, you're going to want to click that, that microphone. You're going to want to jump up there. But if your bio's not filled out, nobody knows who you are, it may be harder to get a speaking spot. So having your bio set up, having that set up, people are going to look at your bio before you even speak. Jump into the spaces that are smaller. Um, jump into spaces that have five maybe 12 people speaking and listen and once you're ready to speak request the microphone introduce yourself tell people a little bit about you if you have a question ask a question be very mindful of the people around you usually I give people the 30 second pitch the elevator pitch Mm -hmm. everybody has one and I've I've been working on it. Do you have an elevator pitch?
0: No, not really. <laughs> I need to work Ooh, on it. Oh,
1: you're going <laughs> to have to join my spaces because that's one of the things that I teach people is how to elevate their pi- do an elevator pitch for their mm. podcast in spaces. That way that they can be prompt and ready to speak and, and answer questions for people. And then once you're done, you can either say thank you or you can remove yourself from speaker or you can sit up there in the in the space and talk to other people and be part of the discussion. But knowing how to interact with people, that is also a very scary step. Hmm. So usually I like to, uh, if I'm going in a room, I'll request the mic. And s- let's say it's about being a clueless entrepreneur. I'd be like, thank you for letting me up on stage. My name is Pixie and I'm definitely a clueless entrepreneur and I'm trying to work through things. So I have a couple of questions. Now I have a podcast. I, I try not to boost myself too much. I like to give just enough information that if they asked me for more, I can expand on it. I also like to get to my question. Mm. I like to be able to make sure. And, and I also like to end with it. Thank you for letting me talk. And I look forward to your response to my question. And that's more of a professional Twitter response. It's more of a, you know, makes me seem like if I'm jumping into a discussion and I don't know people, gives them the opportunity to get to know me without me seeming like, um, like I'm a know-it-all.
0: Mm, mm. Wow. Wow!
1: And I'm not a know-it-all. <laughs>
0: wow. I think that is so interesting. Um I really like those points and i think it's something i should be doing as well getting to or getting on spaces and trying to engage as much as possible i think that is something which is a good tool especially to grow your not just your podcast but your influence and once you grow your influence people and you're seen as an authority you're most likely going to attract to listeners to your podcast, which I think is.
1: You're going to attract your tribe. You're going to attract people who are just waiting for you to post, mm-hmm. waiting for you to be in spaces, waiting for you to give the next podcast because they know, like, and trust
0: you. Because
1: mm-hmm. they can hear mm-hmm. you. They can hear your authentic voice. They can hear your stories. They can hear why you started, where you want to go with it. And and it's audio. So if you tell them you have a podcast, they might, I'm saying they might come to your podcast after you're done.
0: I really am looking for my tribe and I'm really motivated to actually, you know, try out to the spaces and join them as much as possible so that I can find those people who are my tribe i mean how awesome would that be i think it really would be
1: it would be amazing you could have a whole network of clueless entrepreneurs that are making millions Mm. millions of downloads money they're making connections and it's all because of you and what you put together because you decided to try something new
0: wow I'm so motivated right now. Honestly, I really, really am. And am so thankful for you coming on the show and actually sharing so much value with me. Um, yeah, I think you've shared everything in terms of what I wanted to know. Um, perhaps one more thing. How, how do you grow an audience there? You know, how do you grow the number of people who a part of those spaces and how do you keep them engaged? How do you keep them like engaged within those spaces and keep them coming back to the other, you know, to the space?
1: Well, I say lean in to know what you know and be willing to ask questions. Be willing to show up. If a friend invites you to a Twitter space, join the Twitter space. If you If you have a Twitter space, invite your friends. Twitter spaces are so much better when you can get people together to have a conversation. Know that not every Twitter space is going to be for you. Know that you can walk away from toxic people. Also, make sure you're not just following everybody. Do not play the follow for follow game. It gets really... Like, you'll get into a space and you'll want to follow all of these people. Follow the people that bring you value because they're going to follow the people that bring them value. I don't follow everybody that follows me. I mostly follow podcasters. Um, I like to follow people that are unique and interesting and that are, are willing to take that next step. So um, when I get into spaces and I hear somebody that is a really good speaker, I'm going to try and connect with them further. I'm going to look at their page. I'm probably going to like a couple of their things. I'm going to see if they're involved in spaces. Are they talking in spaces? Do they have friends that I have? Because once you start getting into spaces, you're going to learn that spaces host we follow each other it's just like podcasters we have a lot of fun we know a lot of good people and we're networking and we're marketing without having to market like I don't have to tell people who I am but I can ask a really good question and people can go back to my page and say oh my goodness I want more of this kind of
0: content Mm. wow wow awesome 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 I think Honestly, you've answered my questions so well, and it really has made me view spaces in such a different light. Um, I have been intimidated by them, to be honest. You know, I do feel that imposter syndrome, you know, even being part of the audience and things like that. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to actually trying out and asking the right questions being part of the communities i think especially yours uh because i do have you know a friend who is part of your Twitter spaces and so i mean they've been sending me you know some of those past recordings and things like that even while you guys are live i've been missing them and so i'm definitely going to be joining those spaces and being part of your community and perhaps to people who aren't you know familiar with that can just please maybe tell us a bit about your you know twitter space what it's about and who it's for
1: absolutely um if you want to find me look up at next on stage one it is spicy and it is not for people that are under 18 i just have to put it out there i'm not for everybody i'm kind of wild and unbridled and loud and opinionated, but my spaces are every Wednesday. You're more than welcome to join me at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I host them every Wednesday. They're called Project Podcasts with me, Pixie, and what we do is every Wednesday, it's going to be a different topic about podcasting. It's open for people who are learning and and growing and being clueless, just like me, just like you, just like everybody who's listening to this right now, that if you're on this journey, it is a resource for you. If you want to get involved and maybe think about hitting the microphone, fill out your profile, come into the space, and start interacting with the community. Uh, the first hour is always on topic. The second hour happens to be community building. Mm. What can the community do for you? So it's a lot of questions where I ask what I need to know, and then I like to give back. Mm. I think it's a, I think it's a way that really helps people figure out where they want to go. Podcasting can be so much more harder when it's just yeah. you let the community help you
0: yeah. wow i love that i mean being an independent podcaster is definitely something which is can be lonely very much so and so having a community is so so important and i think one thing which is so great about spaces and as you have indicated about your spaces that people can grow a community i mean be part of a community And actually, you know, help each other grow, which I think is very, very important. And I I mean, I thank you for that for creating such a space. And I really hope that it continues to grow. Um, I'm not sure if you have any call to action or that is the call to action in terms of you know the the, if if you do have, can you please just share um your call to action?
1: My call to action is to be part of the Twitter space to be part of project podcast with pixie i've created a youtube channel for videos for tips and tricks for people who want to learn more about starting podcasting Mm. learn more about marketing learn more about the different things what happens next kind of stuff so i am still growing i'm still learning as i do And if you can be part of this, if you can learn with me, grow with me, I think that's the best call to action. So you can type into Google uh, Project Podcast with Pixie. I'll come up on Apple, Spotify, like 34 different podcast players for Project Podcast. You can join me on YouTube for those videos. They're shorter, more condensed, not Not so much a long video format. They're like 10 minutes long. So if you have 10 minutes, you can jump into those. If you want to be part of the live conversation, then Twitter Spaces is where it's at. And that's next on stage one or project podcast with Pixie. And that's for those people who don't want the spicy that happens to be Pixie. (laughs) You're still going to get spicy. It just won't be as, as yeah. spicy.
0: <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, Thank you very much for that. I think we'll link down, I mean, link everything down in the show notes below, definitely. Um, So thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing everything that you've shared. It has been one, I mean, awesome experience. It really has. And before I let you go, I just want to know what is perhaps your favorite Twitter space besides your own um, if you have any maybe recommendations for us.
1: Oh, I have lots. I have, I have a lot of friends that are Twitter spaces. But one of you said that you would like to find your tribe. One of the Twitter spaces that I'm involved in is called the Positivity Vibe Tribe. And my friend Indra, who is also a podcaster, she hosts this wonderful space where people lift and help each other up. Mm. So when I'm in spaces, I'm supporting people and people are supporting mm. me. So I love positivity. I love helping. I I don't like gatekeeping. I I want the information to flow. So thank you for allowing me to be clueless with you on the podcast.
0: Well, thank you very much for being so open and transparent about your cluelessness. Um, I think it has been really great. And you definitely know what you are talking about. And we do appreciate everything that you've shared. So, um, Pixie, you are a podcaster yourself. And so I'm just going to let you close off the show and take us home because I'm lazy to do so.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I've had a great time. I've listened to your podcast. It's really lovely to be able to connect with you. And I just, I can't say enough, but thank you for inviting me. Um, For those of you that are listening that are podcasters, reach out to people. Uh, I love collaborating. It's one of the best ways to get in front of somebody else's audience. So thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you again.
0: Thank you very much to Pixie for coming on the show and thank you very much to the podcast in power hour for sponsoring this episode of the clueless podcast entrepreneur. Guys, please, if you want to support the show, then you can by being part of my Patreon. It starts from only $3. You can get early access and extra bonus content For just $3. So if you are interested in that. Then please do check it out. By using the link which is down below. So yeah. That's it from me. See you next time. On the Clueless Podcast Entrepreneur. Remember entrepreneurs. That it is okay to be clueless. As long as you listen to this podcast. You won't be clueless for long.